1: Hello and welcome to the Blueprint Review Podcast. Uh, You started off really deep (laughs) there. It's my mustache. It's uh, turned me into a. a You do look
0: like a thin Tom
1: Selleck. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait till December. Uh, Anyway. uh, Welcome to the Believe Review Podcast again, I am, I am David, as, as ever. Fuck you, what's <laughs> wrong you, had a stroke? I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Um,
0: Drunk. Yeah, so today's <laughs> the to stroke victim with the dodgy tie, the pedo, um, me and Laura, Darren and Laura. Um, Hello. Yeah. We um
2: got my voice back. How oh, long yeah, have
1: we a, done this? As I say, apologies. Oh, you mean? How long have we done oh, this? We do, Has it been a year? Are we like coming um, up to a year anniversary? Yeah, I think so. Almost a year. Aww. I think early uh, next year. I we get no, cake? we did one around Christmas. I think it's almost a year.
2: There should always be cake on an anniversary. We
1: should should get cake. Uh, I will say Lindsay's not here, but um, and I'm going to blame Lindsay, although I know she never listens to this podcast, <laughs> for the lack of, pod, of podcast over the last three weeks. We tried to organise one. Darren and Laura are away on the holes. But we tried to organise one with just me and Lindsay, but it, um, it never happened. She was too busy. So I just said screw it and uh, just wait for these guys to get back. So, yeah, just the three of us. Nice and cosy. Cool. Anyway, let's crack straight on. Uh, trailers, as always, is how you like to begin. Have you guys seen any um, interesting trailers? I have seen two interesting trailers. What well, have I seen? I've saw... Um,
0: I think it's worth chatting about the Snow White ones. Yeah. Just very briefly. I don't, that's not what the, That's not one of the ones I've chosen. But I'm guessing Laura's not seen any trailers. Am I right?
2: I've seen a trailer for a theatre production, if that counts.
0: No, it doesn't. So... <laughs> T- two Snow White films are coming out, Snow White and the Huntsman and Mirror Mirror, two completely different styles of film, like really different style. you couldn't get more different. One of them, Snow White and the Huntsman is like a really serious... That
2: sounded
0: to me. Yeah. Snow White and the Huntsman is a really serious sort of fantasy, dark version of Snow White with, um... Who's Snow... Um... My fucking brain. Oh, but Kirsten, the problem, Kirsten, Kirsten Stewart. Stewart I mean. Just a
2: face aggravates Aww. me,
0: and then um, the guy who plays Thor, uh, Chris is playing the Huntsman, okay. he's doing exactly the same thing he did in Thor, but with an axe. Um, <laughs> the problem is, though, I actually, I actually thought it looked all right. I was like, oh, I can't, yeah. I'm kind of interested. Like, That's all do right. it
2: Look as good as Pan's Labyrinth.
0: No, no. Know. Why do you even say that? Well,
2: <laughs> you know. Dark but, fantasy, no, he doesn't,
0: no, he doesn't. You shouldn't even expect that if it's a quarter as good as yeah, Pans up and it'll be good. The problem yeah, I had true. with it is Charlie's Theron. I mean, as soon as this like really this English accent started doing the voiceover, I thought, who the fuck is that? That is awful. It's Charlie's Theron. And oh, every no, time I she really like she's it. the witch, she's shit. She can't do the English accent at all, and the acting oh, is she literally mirror mirror and it's just so bad. But as I was like,
1: doesn't look so bad. Dave. Oh, no. I, I don't know. It, for me, it's mainly the idea. It's like a, I saw the trailer and it's like, no. It just looks. It's they've taken a fairy tale and it's like they've whacked it in Robin Hood or something. It's it's all big on action and stuff like that. And it's like, no. It's. it's oh, I don't know. It's, no. It just looked bland, really bland to me. And it's just they've like a rip off of. Oh, there's loads of action. Way? It's like a, a sort of Braveheart, Lord of the Rings type of thing. That's what they've turned it into. And just um. for me, it just seemed like, what? It's just. Just seemed obvious no, and boring, do and with just like no, I didn't I think, do it. Didn't yeah, do it for I don't know. Me. But the
0: fairy tales are about a three-minute story that you've got to turn to a ninety-minute film.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: Disney but... did it.
2: Yeah, but I don't think you need to turn it into an <laughs> no. epic action.
0: Yeah. I it think just didn't. It's, it's a
2: lot, f- a lot of more subtle darkness in fairy tales. Yeah, but it's
0: killing things like like fantasy monsters and stuff. It's clearly some kind of evil things in the woods. Oh, okay.
1: But were, there were was like there was only really one creature. The rest of it was just people on horseback having a big. Run yeah, but place. when he killed them, he sort of like they
0: all t- turned into like smoke and mm. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. I'm not
1: saying it looks great, but I think I was.
0: Oh, like, I bet like,
2: still love it. Nah. But saying
0: that, yeah. the other one, Mirror Mirror, fuck me, it looks atrocious. It is like some mm. sort of comedy, sort of, it's pr- clearly going for a, sort of a Princess Bride, Your Highness yeah. sort of oh, feel, okay. which is great, <laughs> but it looks awful. Oh. It's like, phenomenally shit. Julia, Roberts. Roberts, my brain, fuck me. <laughs> Julia Roberts is the Queen, Lily Collins is um, Snow White, and um, it's like Nathan Lane in it, right I quietly played as the voice for Tim Owen, I've always had a soft spot for him since then. He's in it, but the, Comedies, comedy is so, uh, oh, it's cringeworthy, it's cringeworthy. I was a bit with the dwarves. They go, who's that? Snow White. Snow who? Snow Way. Oh, yeah. it's.
2: Oh, dear.
1: Oh, and you're like, oh, how many times are they going to yeah. do that? Yeah, there's loads. Of, and there's, there's some, like, <laughs> pop culture references and stuff like that. And in yeah. fairy tale it's like, no. There's a fucking reference to Scarface at the end of it. Hello to my little friend. And all that yeah, it's just, it looks. It's awful.
0: Really, really, really cringeworthy, oh, yeah. cringeworthy bad, mm. so bad. Um, oh, wow. But uh, but anyway, I just wanted to mention that because I think they're quite, interest- quite interesting that two Snow White films are coming out. And blah blah blah. Anyway, the film trailer that I'm going to talk about was a film that we've chatted about before. It's a film called Brave by Pixar, and we saw a teaser trailer, and it looked great. I, I, it was dark; it looked quite fantastical. And they've released like, a proper trailer now. And personally, I thought it looked. Really fucking awful. Oh,
2: no. Awful. Yeah, it
0: really awful. It's set in Scotland, and everyone's got these really dodgy Scottish accents. And they're so dodgy that I thought, this can't be Scottish people. I checked. They are. Obviously, Billy Connolly, you can spot a mile away. But the, the girl is actually Kelly MacDonald, and I was like, okay. Right. But she's definitely hamming it up. Definitely. Like, everyone's like, hey, You know, it's really Scottish. But it just looks... It's sort of about it. It reminded me a hell of a lot of um, *How to Train Your Dragon*. Yeah, it did, it's too, of, the, style the style of it, of stuff, it yeah. looks yeah. like it, but not just like the sort of story. The thematic of it is is the idea of that your firstborn then becomes a I can't remember now a knight or a warrior or something. And it sort of reminded mm. me of *How to Train Your Dragon*. The idea of people yeah. training to be like that mixed
1: with Mulan for me. Yeah, like, yeah,
0: but it looked awful. And the whole premise of the film, and I hate this, is that it's about your first one being like your son. But this, but obviously, Brave is about this girl who's the first one, and she wants to be the warrior. But a warrior isn't for women. It's not for girls, it's for boys. And she like, wants to prove everybody wrong. And I fucking hate stories like that about women. You know what I mean? It just winds me up. And that's what the whole story is. And I was like, really? Why does it wind you up? Why does it wind me up? Because it's just so cringeworthy. It's just a shit idea of the idea of... It's just so trite and old-fashioned, the idea of, oh... You know, fighting's for men and women aren't supposed to fight. But one woman wants to fight, so she's got to try and be as much of a fucking man as she can to prove them that she's capable. And it's just, it's just a I fucking hate it. I just hate the idea of that. I mean, it, it looks like that, and there's loads of shit, kind of really crass jokes in the trailer and stuff, and it's devastating because the teaser looked amazing, yeah. and
1: it, some bits look good but it just... It, yeah. You never know. Yeah, you never know. But the trailer said... That can be a bit I dodgy. was gutted. I, to be honest, I can never... I can remember the... Going back to House Train and dragon dragging the trailer, so that didn't really... Yeah, that is all, true, but yeah.
0: I mean... You yeah. never know. But, and that was fucking amazing. It was amazing. But it does look very similar. Very similar yeah, in yeah. terms of what the story is. Really similar, yeah. yeah. And it... Yeah, looks similar, so... Cool.
1: Well, I saw a trailer... I, I covered it on Trailer Watch, but I thought I'd mention it again. Uh, a trailer for a film called Being Flynn... Um, that looks quite interesting. I, I, it's something i would not heard of at all, actually. It's based on um, a book um, by Nick Flynn. Uh, his memoir, its uh, original title was Another Bullshit Night in Suck City. Why did um, they change the
2: title?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's basically about this guy who's played by Paul Dano um, and his uh, relationship with his father, who's played by Robert De Niro. And, and he's sort of a, a troubled writer. Um, and uh, the, Robert De Niro basically disappeared when he was, when he was a kid, and, uh, and, and this guy, Nick, accidentally sort of, well, semi-accidentally, I think he's looking for his father, but then he, he ends up finding him at, when once he volunteers at homeless shelter. And uh, and it's all about their relationship, and it looks quite troubled and stuff like that. But, um, and it, it looked, I don't know, it just it grabbed me. It looked interesting, looked different. I think one of the main things for me was seeing Robert De Niro do... A dramatic, decent role. He's been stuck in shitty yeah. stuff. Sort of, done some crap, hasn't Yeah, it? these last like ten years or so, he's done yeah. nothing but shitty sort of action thrillers Comodism. and dodgy sort of family comedies. And this actually looks like a bit of a meaty role. It Good, to yeah. And Paul Paul Dano as well. He's 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 been pretty decent in the past. So um, yeah, it it looks interesting. It looks uh, it looks quite moving, quite dark. Um, yeah, and uh, mainly for the performances, I think. Um, I'm hoping it, it'll be it'll it's be, gonna good. be a good one. Is that um good, is that released soon? Then is that are they going to tie that in for the Oscars? Or, I mean, is that I imagine so. I'm not sure to be honest, uh, but I, I imagine it will be an Oscary type film. <laughs> but I've not heard much about it. Like you say, it's uh, it's sort of came out of nowhere when I was flicking through the trailers. Sometimes this happens though, especially at this period, like films mm-hmm. just
0: Saloon, launch out. Although yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. oh, I've been
0: reading about the help being, like, a big favourite.
2: No I, know. I was like,
0: what? It's not bad. It wasn't as bad yeah, as we thought it was going to be. It did, be, like, but... stupidly well in America.
1: Like, stupidly. It started off low, oh, and it just yeah. got With, word of mouth, went, yeah. bomb, bomb, bomb. With Oscars, though, they've got such a short memory span, it tends to be the ones that come out at the end. Yeah. There's going to be a big wave of one films that come out soon. But what? There's Dragon even... stuff like that, that it says it'll probably be... Only because it's Fincher. It, like yeah, only because it's Fincher. Uh, that's the thing. I, I think there's a... Although to be honest, some of the Oscar-y ones that have come out in America now have been a bit slated, like Clint Eastwood's um, Edgar. That's supposed to be a bit shit. And I think before people thinking, oh yeah, biopic, that's going to be a big probably game. still get nominated. Yeah, they still get nominated for <laughs> actor and stuff. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think. There are some. I think uh, M- I was reading Empire, a total film this month, and there's um, a big thing on the Oscars. And there's a load coming up. That War Horse. That's the other one. Ugh. Stuff like that that looks just like Oscar bait, sort of. Yeah, I suppose. Rubbish. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, it does tend to be the ones to release later, but you never know. Awesome, awesome. Cool. What, have you seen any trailers?
2: No. No? Sorry. Oh,
1: Sorry, yes. haven't you li- seen any. You literally
2: just... Well, I've just been so busy, and then I was in Paris, yeah. so... Uh, it's a good excuse, you I, It's a terrible <laughs> excuse, let's face it, but, um, yeah. I saw lots of posters for French films in Paris. I couldn't understand them.
0: And the sure. I'm really
2: adding to this podcast what was though. interesting was the
0: posters for um, American films but with different yeah. names oh, with oh the voices, yeah that was yeah. quite
2: interesting and there was all... they're big on the dubbing yeah.
0: aren't they yeah mm-hmm. yeah,
1: well, yeah it awful it pisses it me awful. off dubbing yeah. but yeah but they, they do it well for dubbing but just the idea of it and it's mm. still it just looks wrong and sounds awful, wrong because yeah. you know what it should sound like it's just like yeah Know, it's, it's even yeah. like a completely unrelated, but it's a sort of similar thing. I'm playing Zelda at the minute,
0: <laughs> and because um, obviously there's never any talking, there's never any voice in in Zelda. Don't you know, but it's like a thing mm. about it. Yeah. People think it should change. Some people don't. Whatever. But you, there's no talking in Zelda. It's all like dialogue and noises. Yeah. But there's like when they talk, some of the characters talk, but they kind of go kind of mouth. It's shit, shit podcast, but they, sort of like mouth, like
1: yeah.
0: As the and I'm like no, I'd rather they just shut their mouths because it just looks so weird when it doesn't correlate does it it's similar with Dublin and stuff like that and and also and it's like it's a big issue I have with like Ghibli films but Mm -hmm. when a film is like clearly based in another culture I have a big issue with the voices being different to the culture so it's like if you're watching a Japanese film why would you want to listen to it in English or with American accents Because they're not. Yeah, they're, I find it really great. At events. least get at least. Why don't you know when they do like a Ghibli film? Why don't they get George Clooney to be like, hello? Uh, you know, <laughs> you know. At least that'd be that'd be brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that's what they need to start oh, doing. <laughs> or,
2: or maybe just get Japanese abs- uh, actors to talk in English. No, be or, better because yeah.
0: they but like the names. That's the problem. That's why they did. the like Christian Bale too. Yeah. Or people can just like, read subtitles. And yeah. Not or lazy. people should just be fucking literate and stop being mongs.
2: Yeah. But if you're like me and you watch Ghibli films all the time like yeah. over and over and over and sometimes <laughs> you want to watch like, them like when you're a bit sleepy and you don't patients. want to read the subtitles.
0: Nah, but I always them. I
2: always watch them when I first watched them we always watched them like with with the s- subtitles but yeah. I was going to say I've watched them a million times.
0: Then watch don't watch a Disney film instead. No. Or learn Japanese. Where's your fucking dedication?
1: If you love Learn it that much.
2: Japanese. I should know.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. So what has everybody seen recently? Anyway, uh, I've not seen I've not been to the cinema for about a month not. or something but I have seen one film that's new. i have seen a lot of oldies but I've seen one film that's new. In fact, it's so new it's not got any sort of distribution yet. Did you make it, Dave? Yeah, I made it in the <laughs> garage. Uh no, it's a it's a documentary um called Between Two Rivers and basically we got contacted um not actually the rev- not actually Blueprint Review but a Blueprint film uh the film company work for they, they someone emailed us saying we've made a we've made a documentary and we're just seeing if people are interested in it we're looking for distribution and stuff I guess they thought we distribute films which we don't but um but yeah they sent us the email and I, I look at the trailer and it looks great so I was like okay I contacted them and said said we can't really help you with anything like that but we've Can got, I watch it. <laughs> yeah no but we've got we've got a, a sort of a review, a, review, a review site um, and we can feature it on there if you want. So they, they were yeah, sure. They sent me a copy of the film over, and uh, I watched it last week. Um, and I thought it was brilliant. It was well, brilliant, might be a bit far, but it's it no, it's very really decent independent uh, documentary. It's all about um, a town called uh, Cairo. Well, I say Cairo. It's spelt like Cairo in Egypt, but supposedly you're not supposed to pronounce it that. I think it's Cairo or something like that. They, they pronounce it differently anyway. But this place, I'll call it Cairo cause it's just always in my head. And uh, in Illinois in America and in the sort of uh, early sort of 20th century and stuff like that, it was quite a thriving town because it's it's situated right on uh, where the sort of River Ohio and Mississippi sort of meet and so it's a really sort of prominent position um, for trade and stuff like that. So in the early days when everything's shipping up north or south or whatever on the the river, um, they'd stop off in Cairo. So it was a uh, a thriving town, um, a lot of money going in there. Bit like Moss Isley, yeah. It was, yeah, it, it, like Moss Isley. It was um, known to be a bit of a place of sin as well, though. There's, Scum and a, there's a lot, yeah. There's a lot of like prostitution and gambling and stuff going on, but at the same time, it was thriving as a community. There's a lot going on. It was vibrant, but um, now it's just an absolute ghost town. It's an absolute just there's there's town. There's sort of high streets in tatters it's just like rubble practically there's still people living living in in the in the town but um, but like far off what they used to be and uh the film sort of looked into why this happened and what and what happened and what it sort of uncovers mainly although it looks at a few different aspects but the the main thing it uncovers is that there's a huge amount of racism in the, in, in the town and um, largely they the, the filmmakers sort of seem to think that um because it's in a weird position, as well as being next to all these rivers, it's technically in the northern part of America. Um, but a lot of the money used to sort of set up the town uh, came from the south, and it is just only just over the border. Um, and obviously, in the, in the good old days, the south was uh, infam- good old days. You mean still? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, the south was um, infamous for that's that's where there's a lot of slavery and stuff like that, and a lot of a lot of the. the yeah, a lot of
2: in a the race. good old days there was slavery. <laughs> They've come on now.
1: <laughs> I was doing my little inverted thingies, but no one People saw that. No one it saw it. that. Just <laughs> you're racist, no. and if they could see, they think you're a pedo racist. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so but yeah, so uh, there was a lot of these southern um attitudes towards slavery and stuff like that. But because it was in the north, they didn't really have those laws. So there's always a lot of clashes, um, and it caused a lot of problems. There's a lot of lynch mobs and stuff in the early days, and. Uh, and in the '60s, when the civil rights movement was sort of um, was building, there were a lot of it was it was a hotbed for sort of uh, violence, and uh, there were there was a lot of arson, and the town was getting destroyed by firebombs and stuff like that. And it, was, it was it's 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 had quite a sort of uh, turbulent history, and and this film goes into that, and it's really interesting to see see what went wrong, really, how this sort of town sort of tore itself apart through sort of hatred and racism, and. Uh, and how it's just been left as a bit of an empty shell and what's interesting though is is that the people still live there now are fond of the town and there is sort of a level of hope there uh, even though when you see the place there doesn't seem too much hope and and at least now it seems as though that sort of racism has died down it is it is a, a sort of more happy community but it's uh, but yeah, it's it's a really nicely made piece as well. It's it's very low budget. I mean there's no they didn't have any backing or funding. They just went out there and filmed it. Um and these guys are from they're from the UK. One of the guys from uh, Nottingham, so not far from us. Oh, okay. Um but they went they accidentally went they went over there and just accidentally came across the town and were fascinated by their story and and it was over 4 years they gradually sort of came back and forth and uh, got more footage and turned it into the feature film. Do you think it's got chance? I do. Yeah. I mean Although it's real low budget and stuff, so that was shot like on HDV cameras and things like that. It it looks great. It's really a lot of really nicely composed sort of cutaways and things like that. And uh, the soundtrack's um, nice. They've got a um, specially composed soundtrack which is um, which is good. And they've mixed that with uh, a lot of archives sort of songs about the town and written in the town and things like that. And it, it's a real solid film. Those those times, it's got a bit of a free flowing structure where it's sort of um, it jumps around a bit chronologically, um, and it's it's got a, a slow sort of pace to it. So there were times when it lo- I started to lose interest a little bit, but it was so solidly made, and the interviews were very strong, very sort of captivating that it it, it always sort of drew me back. Do you think it could do with a re-editing? Would you think it'd be better if it was a little bit more cohesive? It? Possibly. At the same time, although some, it, sometimes it's not, um, it's, it doesn't grab you and like um, there's no sort of. Sort of real powerful drive to it. I sort of liked the meandering pace. It sort of worked with how the town st- stands now, and it's sort of the mood of it, 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 it. I didn't mind it so much. I don't think it needed to be mega sort of tight. But yeah, I mean, as with as it, with any film, once it's done, you you can you can always look back and say, oh, okay, you can probably lose a few bits and pieces. Okay, but it sounds like for these guys, it's not finished. You know, well, it, well they, it, they it might be worse. It probably on is it, to be finished. Honest, yeah. but because it's, well, it's not got picked up or anything yeah. Maybe, it's... but they're only just sending it to festivals they said um, early 2012 so to be honest they might still be oh, working yeah. on the film we got a scoop yeah no <laughs> a, a mega scoop as I say it's uh, well before anyone else has seen it so yeah it's quite privileged to get hold of it and uh, good. no good, good luck to them yeah good luck to them I, I, I enjoyed it
0: but well, that's the only thing you've seen have you seen anything
2: anything new yeah
0: don't think you have you yeah. talked
2: about the help last time right because that's the last thing I saw oh, yeah. yeah yeah no
0: so, it's just me then. Yeah, guys, go off. I'll uh, <laughs> run for um, an hour. Now, I'll, I'll be quick <laughs> Take because <the> floor. <laughs> because I like I say it's been a while. I'm dribbling. Um, it's been a while, so I don't want to blabber. You know, they're, so they're old films. Yeah. Um, um, you tell me what you guys can pick. I saw Contagion. So okay.
1: we need to talk about Kevin. And I saw Real Steel. <laughs> to be honest, the first two, I'm, I'm very interested. I've, I've heard you <laughs> thoughts. I've heard your thoughts on Real Steel. Anyways, I'm not that bothered. But... <laughs> But no i'm intrigued by, by the other two, but you can talk about real Steel. I start then, start so. with real steel then basically obviously real
0: steel it's it's rocky with robots it's pretty pretty apt very apt actually um description um it's about this bum of a sort of a bum guy hugh jackman um who's he's got a robot and he takes it around to enter a robot fighting and he's a classic bum, and the, his robots are rubbish, and he owes everyone loads of money. And then you realise that actually he used to be a boxer um, before the robots kind of came in and changed everything over. And then what happens is his son, basically his son turns up and his, the mother of the son has died and he's been left with his kid. And he doesn't want the kid. And the auntie to the kid wants, to, wants the kid, wants to, to adopt it. But he, she just needs him to sign the papers. He realises that they're actually loaded and he, and he speaks to the dad, the father, I mean, the, the husband of the auntie, and says, look, tell you what, you give me, oh, it's hard, I can't remember now, 100 grand, and you can have the kid. Otherwise, I'm not going to sign him off to you. And then the guy says, well, we're off on holiday over the summer, so I'll tell you what, why didn't you? I'll do that, I'll give you 100 grand, but if you've got to tell my wife... Like you want to look after him one last time, and just to get get to know him over the summer, and then you'll give him sign him over to us, so they can go on because He doesn't. The dad isn't that bothered. The husband isn't that bothered, but he wants to do it for his wife. But he doesn't want to ruin his summer,
2: right? <laughs> on, so then, obviously, anyway. what happens is the Same kid, news.
0: the kid yeah. is then dumped with Hugh Jackman. And Hugh Jackman hates him. The kid hates him because he abandoned him and, the, and what do you think is going to happen? Anyway, yeah. they kind of go out and then got this robot and the kid's,
2: fight some robots. the kid's
0: obsessed with robots and robot boxing and he can't believe that he's bought this robot and ends up losing again and blah, blah, blah. And then the kid ends up finding this robot which is an old sparring bot. Little, it's not a fighter at all. It spars with proper boxing robots and then make it and they t- and get it to enter robot competitions, and it goes through the ranks, and I'm sure you can imagine how it turns out. Um, so, yeah. It's
2: a sport film. It's Rocky. It's <laughs> exactly
0: the same story as Rocky. It's the underdog story, d- done to an absolute T. It is Rocky, and it even does the Rocky ending, which, for me, lets the film down. But I'll get onto that in a bit. Basically, the film has got some... Re- I am not a big fan of Hugh Jackman. He's actually quite good in this. The problem with the film is, the only bad thing I can say about it, to an extent, is that... It just, sometimes it just does really annoying things, out of character things, unrealistic things, to forward the story. And it's just a little bit crude. It's just a little bit simplistic, like, you know, he wakes up in his junk and he falls out of bed and a bottle of whiskey falls out of his hand. And it's just, re- that, that it's, it's as complex as that. And, so, and then, those moments are really infuriating, because you're like, it's unnecessary. You can forward the story and develop the character in much better ways than that. It's just, it's just too simplistic. And there's a bit where his robot's, at the beginning, his robot's... He's bet someone like 50 grand his robot's going to win. And he's uh, a ball. It's a pretty good scene, actually. His robot's fighting a ball. And, um, and he's like, oh, I can do it. And he gets distracted by these girls in the crowd. Anyway, he, he's so desperate for money that he would no way be as complacent as he is. Because he knows he's going to lose. He knows his, his robot can't compete with the ball. He's only got to last a couple of rounds. But he's, he just gets distracted and really awful. You know, like, it's fucking ridiculous. But anyway, they're really small niggas. Ultimately, I thought Real Steel was great. I completely got swept away by it. Um, And the the thing is, it's like, and the thing is, I always say about films is that it's not about kind of quality of, in terms of artistic quality, necessarily. For me, you aim to achieve something and it's about how well you succeed in that. And, you know, and it's like, and with this, it's like, it wants to be nothing more than Rocky with robots and be this sort of like cheesy family film about this father and son relationship and loads of robots fighting each other. That's what it aims to achieve and, and I think it does it really well. The, anim- the kind of graphics the CG and stuff is amazing. It's pretty much flawless. Like the, you never doubt that it's completely real within the world. Yeah. Um, the relationship actually quite works and even the story you know what's going to happen but the story I, it kind of works in a way that I completely got caught up in it. I was like and I wanted the robot to win. <laughs> I was there I, I was like yeah this is great. It's a bit like about halfway through. Where the, ro- the kid, and it's and the fu- one of the futuristic robots they have. It's got like um, It can shadow box, it can copy the movements, and because he's a boxer, he can train it to do proper moves. And there's this bit where the kid wakes up, and the kid's outside with the robot, and he's dancing. Right, a kid's dancing and the robot's dancing with him and I was like and he did this scene and it was, like, it was sort of like a musical sequence of the kid dancing with his robot and Hugh Jackman was watching him and I was like oh this is the film's lost me this is the film is, it's like halfway through and I thought okay that's it you've done me you've gone too far but <laughs> it then but the thing is that if that was a scene on its own it would have been fucking atrocious and it kind of was a bit cringeworthy but then what it does Hugh Jackman then says you you want, you know, you need to do that in the ring before every fight because the audience will love that shit because people just want entertainment, you just you, people talk about the dancing robot. So then it becomes like a feature of the robot, and, and then it actually re- really works because it's supposed to be cheesy. Even within the thing, and all the audience are like laughing at this sort of like dancing robot, and it's like this cute kid, and Hugh Jackman's playing on you, a cute kid. We've got a dancing robot. We've got a big cell here. So, it, so even that kind of ended up working. But big. So I really, I really liked it. I liked it a lot. I loved it almost. Um, <laughs> One of the problems I had with it is that it was a family film and it was really sentimental, right? This is almost like the opposite of what I'd say about every other film. But what happens is it builds up to an extent where he gets to fight the grand champion of the robots who's never lost and blah, 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 right? And it does the Rocky ending where the, the brilliance of Rocky... In Rocky, the brilliance of it, it's the underdog story about this guy who's got no chance of beating anybody and he gets a shot at the title. And he gets a shot at the title but he doesn't win. Mm. He doesn't win. And that is what is amazing about Rocky because him drawing it was an amazing achievement and it makes it gives the film a fucking class because that film isn't a cheesy family film it's a really serious film about this guy and it it worked tonally it works like as if he'd win he wouldn't win So you don't want him to win. But him getting a draw is better than anything in the world. All the rest of the film when he's fighting the fucking Russian android and stuff. Then he gets stupid. But Rocky 1 is brilliant. Problem with this is that the big robot, he gets his fighting opportunity. And he's got no chance. got no chance. And this robot is absolutely amazing. He doesn't beat him. He loses, in fact. I'm spoilerific. But no one's, you know. He actually loses. But the fact is that everybody gets destroyed in the first round. And he lost on points. Mm. He loses on points at the very end. The fact that he lasted that long... He still went the distance. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody's just like... And the, but then, and because, he were, and because of how he played and how he fought the match, everyone loves this robot and hates this mm. the grand champion because they tried buying this robot off him and he gets yeah. revealed and stuff. But for me, I was, felt cheated.
2: Oh. I wanted the robot. <laughs> <laughs> but it did,
0: this is what's weird. I was like, I know, I want him to beat him.
1: That's actually, uh, it's going to, well, I'll mention it later, but there's some similarities exactly. to the sports film that I watched later. Yeah, I was
0: just like, no, you've built, this is a cheesy family action film. You've it's over, it's, Everything else is sentimental about it. do you
2: think it's a good thing to teach kids that you know you don't always No,
0: do? it's not the film for that. It's just not the <laughs> film for that. I, but this is what I'm saying. You have, for me, normally, I would always prefer the dark ending, but tonally for this, it was the wrong ending. They no. tried being dark and they tried being a bit more realistic or gritty. And
2: there was no need. But
0: least. no, everything else was so cheesy and so sentimental. I was like, you need to, you gave us the wrong ending. You needed to win and it needed to be like, quack he did him. <laughs> you know, and I was, I was gutted. <laughs> I wanted to knock him so out.
2: It was, a, it was nothing like um, Robot Wars then?
0: <laughs> no, it was nothing like Robot Wars. That was a bit longer <laughs> it was, than... Homer Simpson
2: didn't jump out one of the robots. No. And, no. But, I was, but yeah. I was
0: really surprised. As someone, I don't know what it was, something about it appealed to me but when I watched it, I was like, I was... Completely, um, completely, swept, really caught up by it. I thought it was great.
2: This is this is a time to remember <clears> for those people that think that Darren always slates films and always <clears> hates <throat> them. He doesn't actually always hate them. Sometimes
0: I have a wee of with some shit films. That's <laughs> <a big problem. laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, skin So, other film I saw was Contagion, which is a Steven Soderbergh film, yeah. which is you know like outbreak. I suppose it is about um, a disease which is sort of spreading throughout the world. Which kills you off. It's like bird flu, basically, mm-hmm. but it kills people within days of being contacted. And it's about when something is spreading that quickly, how do you sort of isolate okay. them? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's not loads to be said about it. It's a very interesting film. I, I, what, the problem is, it's just not very exciting. Yeah. Dramatically, it's pretty flat nothing really it's got a few stories and it tells about six stories that intermingles and they they're it, it, quite interesting but they don't, none of them are strong enough you're not caught up. you're not worried
1: you're never concerned about any characters You find that a lot when you have these films that have loads of yeah. stories yeah. I mean it can be pulled off like Magnolia and stuff like that but, but yeah sometimes it just takes too much on yeah
0: and, and it does it's, so it's a weird film it's a really weird film it's never really exciting. It's never really dramatic. You never, you, you know, you never, it's not, it's not tense. You're not pulled along. It is just very interesting. So I was never bored and I watched it. I was like, I liked it, but um, I was just, yeah, it was just, it was only interesting just because of how they dealt with it and how it worked out and, um, and stuff like that. But in, in ultimately, there's not much more to be said than that. Yeah. It's, the performances are all right, not exceptional, Everything. it's just a really solid film yeah. really solid but just not very exciting or dramatic yeah. it didn't really kind of pull you along it's just yeah. quite a fascinating insight and it does this really weird thing where it's it like starts at day two and then at the very end it does day one as a way of how it started it but it doesn't work it's, yeah. like it's not a big reveal it's supposed um, to be a bit of a oh isn't there
2: another film that did that
0: loads but of films do that, that.
2: Well, those types of films, though. Oh,
1: don't know. That's what I mean. Like, Dunno. I'm sure
2: there's another outbreak. I I,
1: I, I, I avoid a lot yeah. of those films. They really freak me out. I, I, I
2: just...
0: Contagion, might. Yeah. It's very well. It's that's why it's quite interesting because it's very well done. It's very that, that's what's great about it. It's like the way they sort of talk about the disease and and because the kind of characters you meet sort of like everyday people and you meet the scientists and and mm-hmm. and everyone's connected. Um. And that, and that's why it's interesting, because yeah. it's completely believable. Yeah. You watch it and you're like, this is, it feels, and even the style of it, it's sort of quite documentary-ish in a sense, and you're like, and that's why it's interesting, because you're never thinking, that's ridiculous, or this is in a film world or another world, yeah. it, it feels
1: very real. That's what wigs me out about those sort of um, contagion-type oh, yeah. films, it's, it feels so real, it's like, oh shit, and... I would end up washing my hands every five seconds. After yeah, it was. It was a bit like that. It was just like you can see that this is what would happen if anything like that happened. Mm.
0: This is how it would yeah. pan out, and it's in it mm. So I always find that quite fascinating. So it was really interesting, but it's not very exciting. Yeah. Cool. I, I wish it. I mean, do you know what? I've, I've come to realize. I was thinking about this because it reminded me of traffic to an extent, sort of structurally. And yeah, I don't rate Soderbergh. Mm. I've decided. Don't yeah. rate him. I was thinking, what films do I like? You know, Ocean's Eleven, they were kind of good fodder. But watched, um, what has he done recently? I, I didn't see the Prostitute one, but that was yeah. meant to be awful. The Informer. I saw The Informer, and that was on the average. I saw, I, I really thought Traffic was overrated. I thought
1: Traffic was overrated. Solaris I, must, I didn't like. And, I must admit, I mean, there's, there's quite a few gaps for me that I've not seen all these films. But yeah, I sort of agree. That the, the only one that I would disagree on, um, oh, did he do that? My brain's going on. Did he do Out of Sight?
0: Yes. yes, outside, outside is, is amazing. amazing. I love outside. That's 5. what convinced me about George Clooney. Yeah, outside and is Jennifer. Lopez. But other
1: than that, for me, I'm the same.
2: Jennifer.
0: Oh, outside. She really should have been shit. But
1: um, everything about it, but it's a fucking yeah, great film. It's brilliant. But that's brilliant for, for me. Um, I enjoy Ocean's Eleven, but I don't think it's yeah, it's special. good fodder. Yeah, it's good fun. Uh, yeah, I'm the same. I, I wouldn't say I dislike any of the films yeah. I've seen of his, but. Um, but yeah, none of them are just a bit. I, he, I know on row on row three, there's a lot of people absolutely cream over him. But I'm like, well, yeah, he's all right. He's I don't know. Yeah, I'm not not his biggest fan. I was just I was just thinking
0: about what's he doing. I was like, God, I <clears throat> yeah, I forgot outside. I thought he did outside. Do like like, outside. That is amazing. And yeah, um, the final film I want to talk about, and this is a, oh, is um we need to talk about Kevin Psst, premiered at Cannes. Obviously, British director mm-hmm. Lynn Ramsey. That's it's great to see her kind of do this. It's an American film. Which is, is it an American book? I or is she selling out and I wants it to be think more commercial?
2: It
0: is. If it is, that's all right because it it will be because be, it's got quite a sure in that sense. Is, yeah. Yeah. Um, really well received. It's got a bit of Oscar buzz about it as well, like award buzz. Um, and I saw it. It's a really fucking weird one. It's a really difficult one. Um, I was really disappointed with it when I came out. I was really disappointed with it. But I can sort of respect and appreciate what she did with it. Um, Just to give you a bit of of, of what it's about. It's basically... It's about this mother... And it it jumps back and forward in time. It's about this mother who's basically dealing with the fact that her son massacred loads of people in a high school. Mm. And it cuts back and forth between family life before it happened and then her afterwards. And you're not quite sure what happened to the rest of the family because she's got a son and a daughter and a husband. and, And... it's well made. The performances are great. Um, Tilda Swinton, who pl- plays the mother, again English actress playing an American, she's great. John C. Riley's in it. He's the husband. He's great. It's, in it. it's well made. It looks nice. The tones perfect. She's great at creating worlds. She's just she's amazing at that. She, she can create a world and it's consistent and you believe in it and, and that's great. Um, but my biggest problem with that I had, and it, and it is a completely creative decision, but I don't think it worked. The problem with it is that it comes across it sh- as a horror film, almost like The Omen. Yeah. The kid, it's is so two-dimensional. The kid, like the son, is so evil... Mm. Oh, that's a shame. You never... Bl- but, it, this is... I'll explain in a minute. So basically, when it cuts back to him, I mean, he couldn't be more evil. There's even a scene which I wanted to bite my fist at of a kid, of him, playing video games, an N64, mad, going, <laughs> die, die, die! And I'm like, oh, really? You know I mean? How fucking base can you
1: get? I say that all the time, if I can. Oh,
0: die, die. But it's basically, it cuts back over this kid of hating her... And being really, and it is just really, he couldn't be more two dimensional if he tried. He is evil kid, he's the omen. Um, And then, but everybody in the town also hates her, which I didn't believe. There's one character who didn't, but everybody else hates her. Why? Because it, because her kid killed all their kids.
2: Oh, okay, so not before. I thought, no, I we oh, no, this is after. Okay, so yeah. she
0: and, and I, But that didn't, for me, that was jarring. That was, and it jarred even more it at the end. I mean, I don't know how much I could, it's not a twist, it's no twist, but at the end you, re- basically, you, shall, uh, it's not a I twist, but something happens at I the end. I see won't see ruin it. it, but basically, yeah, you you, it. D- basically, especially after, at the end, you're like, as if more people wouldn't have sympathy for her. For what happened, as if I didn't believe in it for a second. Everybody hates her. The kid is really two dimensional, that's how evil he is. And he just talks, he's that the bit where he's she walked, walks into his room and he's wanking. And he and she's, Oh, sorry, and you he,
2: don't have to do the action, down. <laughs>
0: and he continues and he just smiles at her. And so, I mean, he is evil. Now, the thing is, he
2: continues he and looked, looked, smiles at his mum while well, he's wanking. Oh, my it
0: did god look, in the
1: trailer, it did look he looks a bit annoyed to be
0: yeah he's not annoying he's just he, he's just too evil yeah. the thing is it is clearly the reason why it's all done in this way like everybody hates her and his and kid is evil is because you sort of get the impression that it is from her paranoid perspective yeah. that she felt because there's a that she felt that he was just this evil kid who hated her yeah. and she feels like everybody hates it it's not explicit in any, it's i mean it's not explicit in any way shape or form that's what it is. It's like one scene where it, it, it she's like fantasizing about people being paranoid, but it is not like that, so it is clearly from her perspective, and that is why it is on the way it is, but you don't see anything else, so you don't get a grounded perspective on it. you don't have your own perspective on it mm. you're just given hers, which is a very limited view on the situation mm. and the events now that's clearly a decision that was made. That you know, I don't think he was that evil. I don't think I, I just think it's that's what, how she felt and how she felt he was and stuff like that. But he still did this horrific act, so it doesn't, for in that sense, it doesn't work. It's like, okay, well, that may be your perspective, but he did do something really evil mm. and then everything else, so it, for that, it didn't work. And actually, I felt as if you never really see the act, and I was really let down by that. <laughs> I wanted it to be quite good tutors, I wanted to fucking see. This kid did something so horrific. You know what he did. He's a he's an archer. Surely not seeing it can make it worse sometimes. It didn't know. Yeah. No, you didn't get a sense of the horror yeah. at all mm. of what this kid did. And f- and as I was watching mm. it, I was disappointed. I wanted to see arrows flying in people's faces. <laughs> I Perfect. wanted to see. I felt as an audience member, I needed to see and feel the horror of this event because that's the whole film hung on it. But yeah, and I, and. So you'd probably be happy you don't see it. But <laughs> yeah. I personally was like, I would have been more satisfied. And I don't know if it's because I it was unsatisfied depends, with the rest. It depends
2: but if, if they're not, if they don't. Because the, the reason that I don't particularly like actually seeing it is because I think you can create it without seeing it. But if they're not creating it without seeing it, then yeah, yeah. we, yeah.
1: I guess with stuff like that as well, it's been covered in the news so much. You sort of have these images of the reality of it anyway.
0: Yeah, but there was a couple of things that the kid did. I was like, I don't get how that worked out. Like I didn't understand it. Yeah. Like, he seems to lock himself in a thing. it's like Well, how did he kill him? You know, it's just you know, it's like they just don't show us what what yeah. happened. And at the time, I just felt actually, I want I wanted to see a, the horror of this the mm-hmm. this situation.
2: Maybe they should merge that one with Elephant and somewhere. Yeah.
0: Where
2: you've yeah. Got so you, what you
0: yeah. need. <laughs> but so I was
2: um, I was really disappointed
0: by it, and I thought it, it, I I wanted a broader perspective. I wanted to decide what this kid was like. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. I'm not interested like you it, yeah. in your. Your opinion, yeah, you did think he was evil, but you could have got that across anyway, you know, and, and it needed a little bit more balance. I
2: like, from what you're saying, you like the idea of her, her sort of paranoid perspective and the fact of what she, she sees in the actual reality, and perhaps if they were going to do, if she was going to do that creatively, you could have seen... Both of those things. If that makes it's, tri- it's tricky to do that it, way. It's tricky to do it that, would that be way because really yeah, yeah. then
0: it just becomes a load of fantasies and a kind of a yeah. snapping out, and he's not that bad. For me, the re- there was just one. There was literally in the whole film. There was one moment where he, as a kid, was nice to her, and that was it. And I really liked. It. I was like, oh, finally! But it wasn't enough. No way, no enough. He didn't. It, it just needed more balance. It just needed more good. It
2: just, and you can't. You just can't engage with. Somebody, when it's not when they're 2D, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's just,
0: I don't think you're supposed to engage with him, yeah. but it, it isn't the it idea, though. I mean, i am not seeing it.
2: At, it's it's far, surely it's far too easy for, for someone just to be two dimensional and they're just evil hmm. and you just hate them. But and surely this is wasn't this based on a true story, isn't this? No, it's not, but the thing, thing one is, it's not the thing is, though.
1: Those. I think yeah, the the point they probably want you to question. But isn't the film? I mean, I'm not seeing it as I'm jumping to conclusions. But for me, I, I always imagine the film and the book was. I think it, from what I gather, maybe it needs to be two-dimensional. Isn't the, isn't the film more about uh, a parent, like literally not even a parent who always is going to have some love for a son, just cannot find any good in in her son at all? Isn't that the whole idea? I think if there was yeah, some good in there, there is it some. Work. There is
0: some. There is about that, book, but... The problem is, but in a way, it doesn't read like that because he's so evil. You sort of re- you're with her. Yeah, you, you're never questioning why she wouldn't find love for her. But the problem is, is that she does try. So that it's not that she does want him. And in the moment of affection that he gives her, she loves it and embraces it. Mm. So it's like it doesn't deal. It does not analyze that. It don't look at that yeah. really. But I, but that, I think that's what the book is definitely supposed to be yeah, about. Yeah. But um, it's supposed it's
2: supposed to be about. So, so and, but,
0: especially, the, but I think I thought the idea I think the idea behind the book in the, in the, film, the film doesn't deal with this in any way shape or form is that the mum had no love for the son which sort of then turned him into this that so she uh, is sort of responsible and feels responsible or, okay. yeah, right. but the film doesn't really deal with that at all at all he is an evil kid that is how he's per- portrayed and you're like yeah it's probably from a perspective but I don't care that's the only you know that's hmm. what you're giving me and um, hmm cool so they're the three films that um, yeah,
1: I saw cool well uh, moving on uh, to our theme we actually nicely we should, we should have switched the reviews around because Real Steel actually segwayed quite nicely into, into our theme I know last episode we said our, <coughs> our theme would be terrorism well because we missed a few weeks um, and I tried to keep the themes in line with the polls uh, our last poll was sports movies now so terrorism was about a month ago so I thought we'd move and talk about sports movies instead today. Um, we actually had a hell of a lot of votes on the poll this time, so we can actually have a look at the uh, the, the results. Uh, we had Rocky at number one with Yay. loads of votes. Caddyshack at number two, which that is surprising. Is surprising yeah. um, it's a good vibe, Yeah, I mean, I guess with sports films, we'll probably talk about this later, is they can get a bit samey and some people, just any sort of underdog classic sort of film. Even though Rocky, to be honest, the first Rocky is a little bit different. Um, people are just put off by the idea of it and the actual core narrative. It's like, no, I'm not interested. These films are bollocks. Um, whereas, I guess that's why. So maybe something that's more of a comedy that's not really that sort of traditional sports movie. Maybe that's why it's up there. I don't know. But it is. It is a bit of a classic comedy as well. Though it's not one of my favourites, but it's a good laugh. Uh, and then before that, Other is third, so I think there's a lot of films that I missed off. It, it was a bit of an odd list, to be fair. There's a couple of films that probably shouldn't have been on there at all. Um, <laughs> is
2: it your crazy, wacky list, Dave, of <laughs> yeah. outsider I just, films. I
1: just wanted to put, well, they're not necessarily outsider <laughs> films, but I just wanted to, I didn't want to just dominate it with sort of rocky rip-offs and things, because there's a lot of sport movies that are like that. I wanted to try and put some some different sports in there, and also some different types. I don't
2: think you should give people option the option of no. it. Though. I think it should be, you know, The World These According to anything. Dave. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but yeah, I so I tried to throw a few curved balls, forgive the expression. Um, in there just, just to sort of spice things up a bit. Um but yeah, they probably shouldn't have been in there. Big Wednesday, it's not really a sports movie at all. I don't know why that's in there. Okay, um, hurricane. Hurricane, yeah. It's about a boxer, but yeah. It's not really about a sport. So that, that was a bit dodgy. But um but yeah, so it was good to see um, a lot of votes on there and the obvious ones got near the top, apart from Caddyshack, surprised me a bit. But yeah, Slap Shot was quite high as well. I think there's a lot of uh, American or Canadian viewers who were into their ice hockey movies. Um, yeah, mm. cool. Um, but have we all have we all watched a sports uh, film? Certainly have. Goody mm. good. Yeah. Well, I. Uh, I'm gonna kick things off actually. Um, I, I almost forgot to watch one I thought oh I forget I've seen loads of sports films I'll just talk about one when I thought about it there's, I've not seen many for a while other than maybe The Fighter but um, we talked about that in another podcast. that on I won't do that and so I had a little look at last night uh, I'd looked through my DVD collection I've got hundreds of films I've not watched yet and I saw on there in my not watched category I saw the 80s the 80s classic uh, Best of the Best <laughs> and uh, you you know I like my martial arts movies and that <laughs> And that is that is pure that is about a martial arts tournament Surely. really. So it is a proper Kick-off sports film. To yeah, right? uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Although that's got more of a personal. Benefit can I just stop you, Dave? On. Do you
2: have your DVDs labelled, watched, and not watched? Yes. <laughs>
1: not amazing. not labelled. I like leave them sticking out a bit. It makes it messy, but it just reminds me of the hundreds of films. That I need to watch. <laughs> I've got an app with all my DVDs on and on it. You oh, can, yeah, I've got an app as well. <laughs> you can do like watched and not watched. Yeah, I've got that on the on my computer as well. But just I like it visually there in front of me, just to piss me off as well. So, uh, so yeah, it's all best of the best. Pressure. Um, and <laughs> I wasn't expecting much of it. I must admit, I only bought it because it's a quid, and I like action movies. I thought, fuck it, I'll give that a go. It's. A, I actually I got into sort of martial arts movies and a little bit later on, so I missed a lot of the '80s American ones. So I jumped straight into the sort of the Hong Kong martial arts films and things like that. I sort of just, I pushed the American ones aside and. So I never saw stuff like this in kickboxer until recently. Um, So I wasn't expecting much. It looked awful, to be honest. I quite enjoyed it, (laughs) but it's not a good film. You seem surprised. Such a soft spot for these. It's not. Well, I don't know. Usually, I don't like the American ones because the action is not as good, and and they throw in loads of cheesy bullshit. And it's just like I don't know. The thing is, this did everything wrong. It's like it is tremendously like cheesy, and and it's it's the one of the most textbook films I've ever seen. It's but what i i just i think i found it amusing because it threw in so many clichés it was just it was just ridiculous it's like um i mean just the idea in general about there's a there's a ragbag team of of the of Americans uh sort of martial artists, who are brought together to fight the the Korean martial artists. and obviously the american team they're all uh, they're all different like from different backgrounds different races and they've got different personalities and then you cut away and you see the Koreans and they're all regimented and they're they're all training in in exact unison and they're, they're fucking amazing. And then you see the Americans that are a bit they're a bit lax and stuff. And there's there's one guy who's a, who's a, a bit chunkier and he gets in fights and things like that. So it's got the the basic idea is cheesy. You've got a fucking barring brawl within half an hour. You've got. Uh, the coach who's, it's James Earl Jones. The coach is fucking. You know, to be fair, he's, he 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 elevates the film a little bit because he he's decent, and he's the like the really harsh but secretly brilliant coach. Obviously, uh, you've got a bad guy with an eye patch. Uh, you've got you've got two, two, um, two of the guys like walk out towards the end. So oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to stand for this because they don't like the way the rules are working and stuff. And obviously they come in at the last minute and all comes into it. Uh, there's a personal vendetta. One of the fighters um, his brother was killed by the guy with the eye patch. Uh, <laughs> or you, you, oh, one of the other guys, one of the main guys, his kid, gets in a car accident and is in a coma. So he has to go and look after his kid. He's like, I'm going to do fight this for you and stuff like this. It's, <laughs> it is the cheesiest film I've ever seen. But I think because it threw so much in there, it just made, it just amused it was me. It a
2: ball of cliches. Yeah, and, it really and... worked.
1: And... To be fair, the action and stuff is is it is pretty decent for an American eighties action movie. It's good. It's it's fairly realistic sort of tournament fighting and stuff like that, and and it was good. Um, it's also shot full of montages. I mean, that's a key thing for sports movies, and it just throws dozens of these montages in. You've, you've even got one of the one of the songs is actually best of the best. So it's they sing best of the best or whatever d- during some sort of training montage, and it, it, it's just fun. It's surprisingly sappy, though. It's like, I expect it to be a bit more... I think when I was a kid, I can remember a lot of... It was always cool to have watched it. I haven't seen it, but everyone's like, oh, best of the best, oh, it's awesome, it's all really badass, loads of fighting. But really, it's like, this is the most sentimental film I've ever seen, <laughs> uh, which surprised me. And uh, also, just to link back to what we talked about with Real Steel, about the ending, ripping off Rocky, uh, this again had a surprising ending where they actually lose the um, they lose the fight, Um but, but they make it extra cheesy. Basically, they could win the fight. It comes down to um, uh, one of the main guys, uh, Lee, whatever his name is, the, the guy who had the personal vendetta with the guy with the eye patch. It's him versus the guy with the eye patch. And uh, the Americans need loads of extra points to win. And Lee does awesome. He, like, kicks his ass. Um, but basically gets to the end where he could. All he needs to do is knock out the eye patch guy um, and he'll win. And, and the Americans will win. But it goes back to... Um, it goes back early to the story about how people tell Lee that he's not got this killer instinct. He can't finish a fight because he's too nice. He's too nice a guy. And he comes to the stage where this eye patch guy is blatantly just... He can barely stand up. And you get the idea that this next blow, if he wants to knock this guy out, he's going to kill him. And... Um, so he could win the fight, but at the same time he might kill him. So all the rest of the team are like, although he stood there in slow motion, he could finish it. The rest of the team are shaking their head, no, no, don't do it, don't, don't, don't kill him. You you wouldn't be able to live with yourself. And uh, so, <laughs> that so no say. yeah, well, no, but that's, we'll so, that's what that's what you think. That's what you think. <laughs> but um, it's so he doesn't. So he, he leaves him, and they actually lose the fight because of that. Uh, but after that, they uh, the the Koreans because they're so honourable. They, they give them their medals and say, no, you deserve this. You're amazing fighters. It's really cheesy. Um, <laughs> but although that ending really annoyed me it's like, okay, fair enough. You don't want to kill him. I understand that. But he can barely stand up. You don't need to kill him. Just fucking <laughs> push him over or something and you'd win. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but but whatever. As I say, it is cheesy. Flip his nose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's cheesy... 80s like trash but i don't know i i i, I was smiling Did i enjoyed it i didn't cry the <laughs> it was a bit too sappy for my liking it could have could have been a little nastier but it was fun it was fun for what it was awesome one out of one Awesome. <laughs> <Lozza.
2: laughs> uh yeah I, i've struggled with this one because i've seen a lot of sports films but um, I haven't seen any of the classics like I've never seen Ranging Ball no, one with that. no I know but I think it's just I then think it's difficult for me to talk about it because I almost don't know very much about the formula if that makes sense but anyway I've, so I've decided to talk about Dodgeball
0: <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> oh I thought he was going to talk about Jay Maguire no, I was talking about dodgeball. I
2: changed my mind a lot. I was going to talk about yeah, dodgeball. Surely
0: Dave's explanation of best of the best sounded very familiar.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Loads of ragbag fucking nobodies end up. Yeah,
2: but it's not that quite plays the same. On cheese, it's it's a comedy, not quite the yeah. same. They 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 sort of obviously use the use the cheese and it's it's meant to be cheesy, but they're doing it on purpose. Yeah, so, the same place, Yeah, so they're almost parody in the sports film, I guess. Yeah,
0: but then it's, it's again that's almost a genre in itself now Yeah, like, yeah the film yeah, I'm gonna is. talk about did that. But yeah. do you know what I mean? It's...
2: Yeah. Anyway, so um for <laughs> for those of you that don't know it, it's uh, basically um this guy who owns a gym and loads of losers go there pretty much every day. Um and uh, the gym's gonna be closed down because Ben Stiller, who who owns the power gyms and he wants to make a new gym, a better gym um, and he's losing all his customers. He basically wants to take over this gym, and uh, and the way that they decide that they're going to make money to keep the gym is to become a dodgeball team. And they get in, um, they get in this coach who is absolutely ridiculous. And makes them, on. Yeah, and just throws like at, at wrenches, throws and... yeah wrenches and all sorts at them and. It's, so it almost becomes a cartoon, like at one point, like clearly he would be causing loads of damage, but it's not. So, uh, yeah, so it's really ridiculous. And then it's also about the guy who um, who owns a gym, who's played by someone. Give me the name. Guy who owns a gym. I am the Guy yeah, yeah, who yeah. went out with Jennifer Aniston oh, for yeah, a while. Sorry, uh, Vince no, Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. yeah. Um, it sort of then starts to um, follow his relationship with uh, the. News reporter? I can't remember yeah. News, one. News reporter. Um, and who is Ben Stiller's wife. Actress name. Come on, give me a name? I'm rubbish with names. Christy Taylor? Yeah. Is it Christy
1: Taylor? I don't know. I'm, I don't in real know life? I don't ben, know Stiller's ben
2: Stiller's is. wife in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it kind of follows their relationship as well. And yeah, it's basically, is just a complete cheese fist and lots of Cheese fist. <laughs> cheese fist. It's a cheese, cheese fist. Cheese um, fist. Yeah, and lots of silly jokes and and... Uh, yeah. do they get, they, the yeah, they get enough money to wow. save the gym yeah they get enough money to save the gym I forgot actually just to come do, back to gym, Real
0: Steel there's a gym in that that's going to be closed down yeah. who's a, who basically is his um, ex-trainer who's the dad of the girl who he wants to shackle with yeah.
2: but um, I actually think it's it's uh, other than um, yeah I think it's one of Ben Stiller's better moments in those kind of films I do I really really like him in that I film mean, yeah, but I, I like I
0: Ben Stiller a really lot yeah, but when
1: he does more um, less stupid films I, I um, not to be fair in some of the so stu- actually, I love Mystery Men I'm also
2: not a big fan of Vince Vaughn but I think he's brilliant in that film as well I think he Vince does Vaughn that, can be really that good that character yeah, yeah. really really well yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's sort of like quite dry yeah. Yeah. when he's not trying to be too funny what yeah. well, I like about Ben Stiller
0: is that like, even when he's in stupid films he's never that stupid he is but he he, he, he makes it real it sounds ridiculous but yeah. he makes The stupidity, completely real in the world, is really mad. Yeah,
2: that is one of his probably um, his
1: most over the top role Dodgeball. Yeah, Yeah. I love
2: the one, the fashion front. Why, my I I can't think. Zoolander, Zoolander. Yeah, I love Zoolander. I love him in that. He's just brilliant. I must, I must Um, admit,
1: I was disappointed by Dodgeball. I I I was, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think because everyone hyped it up, oh, it's the funniest film all year, whatever, and it's just like I was like, "Eh, really? Yeah, I was the same. Just didn't do much for me.
2: That's the thing, and I think for me, like, I because. I'm not a big fan of sport anyway. I really feel like I'll hate any sport film, and it's mm. not the case. Like when I watch sports films, I do actually quite enjoy them because obviously they're not just about. Exactly. Sport. <laughs> yeah. I know that, but I have like I have weird things in my head anyway. So I, I'm more. Draw- I can be more drawn to comedy, sports films. Because than think, I, yeah, yeah, and I just just want that. I really. We're really no. I, really
0: yeah, yeah. Didn't. I didn't like um, Starsky and Hot either and they came yeah uh, you know, uh, side by side and I was I was like no just oh, didn't, like didn't work for me at all. But I did like But <laughs> <laughs> well, Mystery Men, one of those underrated films brilliant. <laughs> ever.
2: What's that?
0: Mystery Men. It's sort of like a comedy superhero film, way before anybody else was doing comedy films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's but it's got really dark moments in it oh, some yeah. scenes it's fucking amazing when they're saying goodbye to the families and stuff like that that scene I was like this is amazing but the, it's just but it got panned it did really badly and it mm. got really but I thought it was hilarious and he plays a character called Mr. Furious okay. and his, his special does. power Ben Stiller he's is to get angry <laughs> 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 it's this bit where they're attacking the cat and everyone else has got these amazing superpowers <laughs> he just gets angry and it's this bit where he's on a Mercedes when he's on the bonnet and he's just yeah, yeah. getting angry at the, the Mercedes thing. trying to rip it <laughs> kind off brilliant. brilliant oh I love she it there's, um, there's,
1: there's a kid in it as well who, who can turn invisible but only when no one's looking at him and uh, <laughs> that's genius
0: yeah it's just really good really good but it's not it is a bit silly but it's not stupid stupid no it's got enough it's played like examined, quite yeah. straight in a way in a weird way yeah. but I um, really like that film mm. Um film I'll talk about Similar comedy you know, sports film. I mean, I love loads of sports films. Loads. Um, I would talk I about struggle. Happy Gilmore, um, it, which is Ben fucking Adam Sandler film. <laughs> one of his first. I can't remember. I mean, it's, for me, he it probably did other ones, but for me, it's his second film after Billy Madison. But it probably isn't. But um, it's, but it's what made him become really that. I mean, this is what kind of catapulted him into doing sort of wedding singer and water boy and things like that which really catapulted him to megastardom but Happy Gomer is exactly I, mean, I don't know why we're all telling the stories because they're all exactly the same <laughs> Happy Gummer is about this guy this is a bit different actually it's a bit different but he's um he's, he place. this really angry sort of guy who can just he's not even a golfer he's not a golfer I hockey player, isn't he? Yes, he's an ice hockey player. Oh, that I is have it. He's an ice hockey player, but he gets too angry and he gets sent off all the time. But he's an amazing hitter of it, and he ends up. I can't remember. I don't actually remember the story. I know he wants to get back with his girl, but I mean, he ends up. Someone he realizes that he can actually hit a ball further than anybody, but he can't do anything else. So he can't put, So he can get the ball there, but he can't get it in. So when it's when it's really close, he misses it. And he just it's always really funny. He's like, tap it in. <laughs> Because that's the advice he gets given, because he can't tap things, he's things as bad as he can. <laughs> the film, I just I just remember, before, I really love Billy Madison as well. I think, I'd, in a similar way to like Ace Ventura makes me cringe with embarrassment when I watch it now, but I loved it at the time. I think Billy Madison would do something similar, watching because knowing what he's done since. But, but Happy Gilmore, I mean, Adam Sandler's got two characters. He's got the retarded child, and he's got the kind of really angry, yeah. straight man. And this is The Angry Straight Man. When he's The Angry Straight Man, I think he's really, really good. Mm. Like, Wedding Singer is fucking amazing in that film. And, um... Oh,
2: brilliant.
0: I love Wedding yeah, Singer. I love, love it. it. Um But, um... And it's just a really, really great film. I mean, it's... Yeah, it... It does follow absolutely the clichéd sense mm. of him being... He's not even a golfer when he ends up going into his golfing tournament and he can't tap it in, but he eventually kind yeah. of overcomes
1: it. I think that's the thing with sports movies. So many of them have the same plot. And... The plot and that bothers me, but at the same time, it 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 generally works yeah, it if does, you do it yeah. right. Yeah. It works There's like, only like so real much steel. You can do with yeah,
2: Sports yeah. There, well, you play a sport and you. But
1: then I suppose,
0: in a weird way, you look at stuff like Jerry Maguire or Million Dollar Baby, yeah, or Raging Bull, Raging Bull, where it's mm. it's set in that world, but it's diff- even I suppose, even no, it doesn't. The fighter doesn't do that. No, the fighter is very generic, isn't it? Yeah, actually, it is. yeah. that's what bothered me about the fighter. Yeah. I can't. i would have lapsed it. But um, but yeah, but I think in a way. Yeah, you just in a weird way to a slasher film or a who done it. There are some genres which have very strict sort of structures, and mm. and you kind of, in a way, you want you kind of go with it, and you yeah. buy, you go into it, and in a way, the cre- creativity is what you do around it. Yeah, exactly, you mentioned yeah.
2: Joe Maguire, and actually when. We were talking about that earlier. There was some omin and about, mm, is it? Is no, it? Yeah, yeah. It and, that's, it, yeah. and it is, but the thing is, it's like, it, yeah. because it doesn't have yeah. that structure, it's almost, you know I was sort of thinking about it,
1: it sort of does. It, it does, does have, have that structure, yeah. yeah. There's, there's the okay, it's been a while since I've seen
0: it. Yeah. Jr. follows that structure, but it's not about him. But even his arc
2: his, is the, still yeah, similar, is similar, yeah. But yeah, but it's more, isn't it, is not Is that not more about his fame, or is it, is it about his? because he's an agent isn't he he's an agent yeah. yeah
0: and he's all he's yeah he's all about the money
2: yeah show me the money
0: yeah fucking love that film <laughs> I love Tom Cruise um but yeah happy Go one great I ain't seen it for a long time actually I've nice. cheated a little bit I want to I won't mind watching it again see if it holds up but I remember it, but as a teenager loving it absolutely loving it mm. that and
1: Billy Madison cool cool sports movies nice uh well next week Is it Oh, next fortnight yes Christmas it's films it's not <laughs> yeah
0: I suppose so actually. Yeah,
2: it'll, <laughs> it'll
1: be like yeah.
0: mid-February so i no one's with... allowed to do It's a Wonderful Life
1: on Nightmare Before Christmas what Two <laughs> textbook
2: no It's a Wonderful Life I think you have to leave that out there come on
1: annoyingly I've um, I just so watched amazing. Rare Matters recently, recently we, we've covered that before I oh, know I've got another film actually that I'm re- I'm going to review for the site that's a Christmas film so I might just do that I'm lazy <laughs> Half Christmas no no it's uh uh What's it called? A, f- a flight before Christmas. It's uh is it's about this. I've actually seen it before in Finnish, but I've been sent the English dub, which is just coming out in England, but came kind out of in Finland a couple of years ago. It's it, as Nico the Christmas reindeer, or something like that. And it's um, I saw it in Finnish without English subtitles, so I couldn't follow it that well. <laughs> But Anna explained what was going on. In Finnish, it it, it seemed all right for a a cheesy kids' Christmas film. It was all right, so we'll we'll see how it holds up when I know what's going on and what people are saying. But um, yeah, I'll I'll probably cover that if I don't see anything else. Another thing, Uh, yeah, there's obviously a lot to choose from. The thing is with Christmas films, like
0: Christmas songs, all of them are textbook really, aren't they? Yeah.
2: I don't know. There's a few what about the bad Santa and
0: stuff and like that. Rare exports. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. mean that. I don't mean that. What I'm saying is anyone we choose to talk about will yeah. be a classic...
2: Not necessarily. G- there's a lot it's of bad ones.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it depends on... Yeah. Can you do stuff like Gremlins?
2: Gremlins,
0: yeah. It is very...
1: Yeah, I, I yeah. think Gremlins can be allowed. It's yeah, very, that is very Christmasy. Christmas-y. It is. Yeah. It's Christmasy,
2: isn't
1: it? Yeah. We, we did a Christmas marathon, didn't we, a few years back, where we watched... What do you watch? You watch Gremlins, It's a Wonderful Life. Um what else did you see? I think we wanted to watch more but we ended up running out of time. We watched something else, I can't remember. Or oh, Scrooge, I think we watched Scrooge Scrooge is yeah, a guilty yeah. pleasure man. I love that film. Yeah. Scrooge. So Christmas film's the next thing. Yep, cool. Thing. Right, uh well so Have for... we done that
0: poll recently? <laughs> Not recently. We're should...
1: Christmas if anywhere.
0: I'm sure we did one, and it was like, "Well, it's a wonderful life." is blatantly the best film. I'm sure we maybe did it we should, recently. It must be Christmas. A, it's I think a wonderful years
2: life. I I know that sounds it's a bit um, out there, oh. but maybe just you know, admit it's a wonderful life, and uh, see what comes top. Well maybe we it is blatantly the best Christmas oh, film of all time. I mean, come on.
1: It is pretty awesome. Although Nightmare Before, I think it had a lot of stick from Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm, though that's true. it is a tricky one. I mean, the thing is, It's Wonderful Life is a masterpiece. Mm. It's a, and, but Nightmare Before Christmas is, is.
2: It's incredible. also a
0: masterpiece. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we should leave this discussion to next week. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Two weeks, yeah. Dave. But anyway,
1: um, uh, let's quickly have a look through what's coming out in the next fortnight. Uh, on Friday, on the 25th, we have Moneyball, uh, which has been getting a lot of good reviews. I don't which mind is the, that. Um, the Brad Pitt um, baseball. Yeah, strategic. The, stretch, that's the strategic, strategy. That's, that's I started talking France. about um, sport. Uh, we got 50-50, uh, which again, is supposed to be quite good. Uh, I'm the, never going to see it. yeah, cancer comedy that, sort of thing. It's Seth Rogen and... Uh, yeah, a, yeah. Jimmy oh, very good. It. It's Seth Rogen, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I it. fucking We've got My Week with Marilyn, which I think is supposed to be okay, but yeah. um, I'm not into the sort of things. Uh, Dream House, uh, that horror film with Daniel Craig and Retro Vice and Naomi Watts. That's supposed to be shit. Um, yeah. Take Shelter, I've heard some good things about that. It's like an indie film about um, uh, the apocalypse coming or something like that. I don't know a lot about it. but something about sheltering from some sort of storm. Uh we've got the Deep Blue Sea, which isn't a re-release of the uh Rennie Harlan movie. It is Terence Davis's latest film. Uh again, Documentary Again with Rachel Weisz No, no, it's not a documentary. It's uh, uh The Wife of a British judge is caught in a self-destructive love affair with a Royal Air Force pilot. Uh but that's supposed to be very good. Uh got Resistance, uh a sort of World War II drama. Um got Revenge a Love Story, uh some sort of violent Asian drama. <laughs> Uh, and then moving on to the good one Dave the 2nd of December we've got Hugo coming out which despite a shit trailer has been getting some really good reviews and it actually I I think it sounds it sounds really good actually the more I read about it in terms of it's supposed to be have a lot of references and a bit of a history lesson about early cinema and silent films and things and that really interests me so I I really want to see that now Um, before I thought it looked shit Uh, we've got Happy Feet 2 (laughs) which isn't supposed to be very good
2: is it not? No. Did you like Happy Feet One?
1: I haven't seen it. Happy Feet you One is just
0: awful.
2: Me. I loved it. Mm.
1: And then we've got the remake. That <laughs> is like a sports film.
0: That's exactly the same formula as a sports film. <laughs> the reject underdog. It comes. through. That is true.
2: That is true. I should have talked um, about that.
1: We've got the sort of. We've got the sort of weird prequel slash remake of the thing, mm. uh, which is supposed to be okay. I think. Got the big year. Owen Wilson, Jack Black, and Steve Martin. It looks a bit rubbish. Um, Owen
2: Wilson, Jack Black, and Steve Martin. Mm. That's a strange combination. It is
1: a strange combination. Uh, we've got We Have a Pope, which we should have a review on the site of soon. Uh, today, uh, Damien, Damien, Damien. Sort I'm it sure. out, Damo. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a film I came across when I put this list together called Margaret that I've never heard of, but it's got a really good cast actually. It's, it's Anna Paquin, Matt Damon, Mark Ruffalo, and it's directed by uh, Kenneth Lonergan, the guy who did. Um, oh, my brain's got. That Matthew Broderick film that came out a few years ago. It's supposed to be really good, but I never saw it. <laughs> Ah, shit! I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, it's directed by him. Election? No, no, pen? no, no. No, it's um more of a drama. I Did don't you know.
0: Was in a good film?
1: Yeah, it was a while ago. It was, it was before, man, maybe before election. <laughs> oh, so freaking in the 90s then? Yeah, um, maybe not. Maybe maybe after, I don't know. Anyway, that's that's out, and that intrigued me, but I don't know much about it. Uh, Camp Hell is out, which we've got a review of on the site, and it's supposed to be fucking shit. <laughs> um, it's called Camp Hell. What do you expect? Although surprisingly, it's not what it sounds. It is not... It sounds, and the cover is made to look as though it's some sort of slasher movie. It isn't. It's actually some sort of dark drama about Christians at a Christian camp and and it's got uh, uh, what's his face and social, social network and stuff in there um, Jesse Eisenberg in it but he's got a tiny role uh, he must have just done it as a favour or something and basically he's plastered all over the posters but he's in it for a minute but <laughs> it's supposed to be awful the review we've got on the site absolutely slated it so don't watch that um, yeah, so it
2: isn't a load of transvestites with pitchforks then <laughs> no, no
1: another one that i hadn't uh that I hadn't come across until i saw this list is surviving life theory and practice uh but what's interesting about that is it's jan swankmeyer the uh the guy animator swankmeyer Sfank, i don't know how to pronounce it <laughs> but he's he's he really he's really famous uh stop motion animator and he um it's a feature-length film that he's done so I, I, i'm gonna try and find out more about that sounds Sounds good. I, I'm a fan of his work.
0: Just a completely kind of massive tangent. There's a film coming out next year called Paranorman. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think it looks great.
1: Yeah, I saw the trailer for that. It looks
0: yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's yeah, a cool. stop motion film. Is the reason I say about well, the guys who did Coraline, which I was really disappointed by stop motion. The reason I thought, with was, um,
1: I thought it was I thought was CGI. <laughs> no, no stop motion. Yeah, I thought it was really bad. Yeah. I haven't seen it,
0: but I, I, I saw it, it in America actually in 3D when 3D was first coming out. I, that was one of the
1: big early ones. Yeah, Cool. No. Cool. Um site news just before we go. We keep mentioning this and we haven't done it but well, we have, but, but yeah, well we we've we've we have been planning and we have designed a new overhaul for the site. We've got the beta finished. Uh we're gonna um so it should launch soon really. Any any day now, maybe next week. Uh, yeah, we promise it will come soon. To look out for that uh, also uh, you may have noticed a lot more game reviews on the site we've uh, made links with uh, BCS the British Computing Society and to, uh, one of the guys who writes uh, game reviews for that site has uh, let us share his content really so uh, yeah of course cool. so we've got loads of new game reviews on there so uh, enjoy I Hopefully... love the
2: fact that there's something called the British Computing Society love that
1: yeah <laughs> We do a bit of work with them. We do a lot of work with them, yeah. They're uh, yeah. a fine company. <laughs> Give us more work. Um, yeah, cool. And as ever, visit us at blueprintreview.co.uk, uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash uh and Twitter, follow us at BlueprintRev. Yeah, cool. So... Um- Jingle bells
0: and all that yeah, for a couple Christmas. of weeks. next time, yeah. Okay. I can't believe
1: we're near the end of the year. I know. Fuck. There'll probably me. be a big gap after that because people are away, but um, we'll see how we get on.
2: Cool.
1: Right. see you later.
2: Bye.
0: Like, intelligent and smart movie discussion. Face is a zombie movie.
1: (laughs) How did he write a book if he doesn't have
0: an arm? Or want to hear the latest news on your favorite actor. Talk some Julianne Moore, I guess. (laughs) Whales have more films than Zoe Soltana. (laughs) (laughs) Check out The Lambcast, where no question is too risque. Rachel, do you have a mouth? Check out The Lambcast, the official podcast of The Lamb, the large association of movie blogs which can be found at largeassmovieblogs.blogspot.com Si habla espanol
2: Hola bienvenido a la